You've read the magazine, you've seen the website, and now, because we're very 21st century... Oh, you know that by now. It's the Whistler Podcast. Everything you wanted to know about writing life, but didn't know who to ask. Now, maintenant, je suis just retourné dans France, and it was très belle. So belle that I'm kind of tempted to go and live there. But if we're going to do that, maybe we should learn French properly. But how? And with who? And where? Well, aujourd'hui, we're with Fabrice Camus. Et Fabrice est la première teacher pour la France dans la Brighton. Bonjour, hi. Uh, you usually teach uh, between 30 and 40 people a week. So what sort of people come to see you? Is it people like me, people who are thinking of spending a bit more time out there? I mean, mostly you can get by speaking English and a little bit of pretend French, can't you? If you go to a big town, a big city, Paris or Marseille or Lyon, people will speak English. People don't have the time to reply to you. It's, a, it's just a rush all the time. If you go to a countryside where I'm from, for example, that's the time of living, like for the vivre, as we said, and... People will take the time and they will appreciate you to do to make an effort. Okay, decision made. We're going to do this thing. What do you need? Do you need to be able to speak and per the French first? I think people are looking uh, for very informal classes or groups like uh, conversational groups, breakfast, uh, food events. Uh, everything which is not formal. Number one is confidence. If people got the confidence, they can do it. So how does it work? You have book clubs and cinema clubs. It's a really nice social bonding thing. But it also gives people something to talk about. People like watching a movie or read uh, a book. And after we talk about it, um, everybody got something to say. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be formal, as I said. But it's a beginning of something. Confidence, as I said. And from that, after people can move on to move on to something more formal, like a one-to-one, if they want to know more grammar or things like this. We sent our intrepid reporter, Lafie Key Sapel, Jilly Smith, to talk to some of the people in Fabrice's group. Why do you come to French? Um, to, to practice my French. And so she did. J'habite en France, j'habite en France for cancer. 15 ans, but maintenant uh, 7 ans ici en Angleterre, c'est doublé tous les mots. So, très difficile. For those listening who don't speak French, what did you just say? I said I have, I lived in France for 15 years. Um, my speaking in French was good, reading in French is good, but writing still terrible. Uh, since returning to England for eight years now, um, I start to lose my vocabulary, so coming here helps enforce it. When you lived in France, did you find it quite difficult to, for French people to actually talk back to you in French, or do they just always want to practice their um, in, when I lived in France, um, at first it was very difficult, um, numbers especially, uh, when you're shopping, but people were always patient enough. In Paris, not so, but the rest of it, yes. And once they knew you're local, they give you more time to do things, so yeah, it's good. So all the, uh, the, the things that... The, for all the events that Fabrice offers, we've got cinema club, book club, Le Petit Déjeuner, of course, um, all the kind of conversation groups during the week. Which is your favourite? This one. Yeah, which is. 
the um, breakfast club, I prefer. Momarili Kavai Landi Club. He is more conjugation. I am not. <laughs> So it's just the informal chat that you're interested in. Yeah. So James, why, why do you come to French Club? Uh, because, uh, well, I, I grew up in New Zealand. When I came over to the UK, I tried to use some of my high school French and I realised I, I struggled. I struggled to order a coffee in a cafe and that really annoyed me and I, I got frustrated with the fact that I could only really speak one language and I expected them to speak that language to accommodate me in their country. So Richard, you actually worked in France for a very long time, so your French is pretty good. Why would you then come to French Club? So now I live in, now I live in Brighton uh, and I've lived in the UK for six years and I found that my quality of French was deteriorating. Uh, and the session with Fabrice is uh, very efficient. But how are you getting on in... I mean, I've just been listening to you just chatter away and you're absolutely fine with that. You've got perfect confidence to do Conversational French. It's, it's one of the big advantages of the Saturday morning... Saturday morning uh, uh, petit déjeuner. It's spoken. And I like it, my wife likes it. It's perfect for us. Leslie, why do you come to French Club? I was new to Brighton in August last year, so less than a year ago, uh, and thanks to Fabrice, I've met so many people just through this common interest. Jill, can I ask you? Yeah. Tell me what you love about French Well, because... I lived many, many years in Paris and um, just keep my French up. It's nice to meet people who speak French and, um, yeah. and it's nice to see people, you know, trying. Fabrice runs his French club at the Eddy on Upper Gloucester Road every Friday at 5pm. So, hat eaten of the Eddy. Any particular reason why French club is at a pub named after a Scottish city? <laughs> First, it's the best pub in Brighton. <laughs> of course it is. Even if I say it so myself. Um, and also, I guess, because I've got the French connection. Yes. Yeah. So what is that French connection? Well, I left Brighton in the 80s and went to live in Paris and lived there for 15 years, got married to a French doctor, as you do. As you do. And then I have a French child, half French child. So Who lives in Paris now. Who lives in Paris now. So Fr- France is a massive, well, yeah, massive part of my life. So I think it's but quite. We also lived in French really. Guiana, and that's what's so fantastic about yeah. you know coming across the, the Eddies. You know, just a wonderful pub. But actually, dig deep, have a few of the conversations around the pub. You get the story of what you're all about and what Mark's all about. This exotic French Guiana background. <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, my husband was a. Uh, is a doctor my ex-husband is a doctor and he wants to specialize in tropical diseases so he said hey let's go and live in the jungle so he went and lived in the jungle while my son was five months old and we lived there for three years but like proper jungle like no cars uh, an hour's flight to get there three-day bait trip to get out you know it really was proper jungle your french is pretty good it's a bit rusty Oh, I will never, I mean, I dream in French sometimes. I talk in French without even realising. But I think you do lose words if you don't use it a lot. Your your mouth has to get back to that sort of elastic, you know, different gymnastic as it was. That's it for this week's Whistler podcast. Next week, we'll be talking to the people behind the hottest new restaurant on the block. 
Keep an eye on Facebook and, and uh, Insta and maybe even Twitter and I'll let you know when the next one's out. 